who will survive? Means nothing. Nothing means nothing. What do you mean by that? I'm talking about all the way to the top. Yeah. Unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. But the cream rise to the top. give you a show like you have never ever seen before why because i can hello everyone and welcome to the positively pro wrestling podcast i'm your host steve fountas with me is eric sanchez he's back like I said, he's back. When I re- I recorded the show with Jeff from Fully Polesboro earlier this week, we we went off for like almost a month just because I was sick, and then you had work, and I had work, and just schedules, and, and plus I was giving you crap earlier because you're the most busy man <laughs> in in the south suburbs of Chicago, That's going right? To ball games and hanging out with people and having fun. So mm-hmm. we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, if just this living is it your, up. If you're checking us out after listening to Jeff uh, from Fully Posable, I'd appreciate that, or longtime listeners as well, appreciate that. As always, just follow us on Twitter at PPW Podcast for show information when they come out. Normally, we try to get them out on Fridays, but like I said, because it's been so goofy with everything, we've been a bit of a delay, but it's okay. No one listens to podcasts in July anyway, so it's fine, or August, I guess. Uh, and then also, you can find all of our past shows for free, future shows as well, your favorite podcast app. Just search Positively Processing Podcast and subscribe. They are there for you. And, of course, you can also follow Eric on Twitter at Positively underscore Eric. So what's been new, Eric, in the past few weeks? What have you, what have you been doing? Oh, man. Wrestling. What have you been doing, man? What have you been buying? Um, yeah, I think there's just a lot of stuff I've been buying. I, I bought an Intercontinental Championship belt from that. Oh, uh, you got it? I didn't get it. Uh, it's oh. one of those deals, like, I don't know how he ma- why he makes stuff and then sells it unless sales fall through. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if someone wants an IC title, they're like, oh, I don't want it or whatever. Then he can sell that stuff through that Facebook guy or Facebook yeah. uh, group that you invited so, how, when, so when does your title show up? Once What's the ETA? Um, he, he did uh, tell me it would probably be by maybe next Tuesday. That's like the 30 okay. to 45 days. He did tell me it was ready last week, um, which is odd because you had commented on the picture. You're like, oh, here's your belt. And then, like, mm-hmm. five minutes later, like, he messaged me, oh, your belt's ready. <laughs> I'm, mm-hmm. like, I'm like, would he would he have said that if you didn't say anything like that? Um, so a couple days later, I was just saying, oh, when's it coming out? Whatever. He's like, oh, uh, it'll be out by Friday. I'm like, oh, okay. So I think it's like Friday night, and I didn't hear anything about it. No pictures, no tracking mm-hmm. or anything. And I said, oh, you know, I'm excited to get it. You know, what's the tracking number? And he's like, oh, there's a problem with your leather. I have to, you know, redo the leather or whatever. I'm like, oh, okay. But we're still within the time frame. Yeah. And you know, I'm reading a lot of reviews. Everybody likes his, his interaction with him and the belts, all that kind of stuff. So I'm, I'm going into this, like, with lower expectations. Like, I, I just want to be impressed. You know what I mean? Sure. I want the customer service. I, I want quality belt. And so far, I'm not impressed because I, I feel like he just kind of just... But at least he's not ghosting you. No, he's not. But at the same time, he's like, oh, it's ready. Oh, but it's not ready. Oh, I'm going to ship it, but I haven't shipped it. Yeah, it's just bootleg belts. It's kind of a thing. Basically, just expect, if if it's coming from overseas, expect the full 30 to 45 days. Yeah. That's just what it is. So by Uh, next Tuesday, um, I I should have something. When I ordered my belt, my bootleg belt years back, I actually ended up selling it to Mark Caruso, and I think he still has it. He got it signed at WrestleCon years ago. Oh, okay. I, uh... I had to go pick it up at a uh, DHL facility because, Uh like, it got stuck there because they flagged it because it was, like, you know, from Pakistan or something. Yeah, okay. But but just keep that in mind. You may have to go run to the DHL facility to pick it up. But they're... You know, I mean, like you said, this guy, we're not going to give him a free plug, but no. tons of, tons of great, <laughs> not I mean, yet. there's tons of great reviews. People have videos on YouTube, you know, the Facebook community. So generally yeah. when there's scammers, they get called out pretty quickly in those groups. Right. Um, so yeah, so there's that. So you, okay. So you got the IC title. So I bought an what IC title. Um, I was looking at ways to display it. So I, I could make my box. I've been watching 
you know, YouTube videos on just how to make like a display case for a championship belt. And I don't know if I have the time to do it. Like uh, they sell them on WWE shop for not too expensive. I don't know. Are those, I think they're shaped. So the belt kind of fits into it. Like no, the, the it just shape. has a piece of foam on it. Oh, like in okay. the middle. Yeah. So you can just pop it on there or just get yourself a detolf. I don't want a detolf. I don't have room for a detolf. Okay. So I was looking at like the ones that hang on the wall and yeah, yeah. So some guy had made one. I'm like, eh, I could do it. Like, it's you know how I have it, but. my um, my belt, my Attitude Era belt displayed above my TV in the basement. Yeah, just like That's, little uh, hooks or something. Well, those are they're actually guitar. Uh, Guitar wall mounts. I just bought two of them from Guitar oh, Center. Okay. Yeah, so that's that's an easy option too. So what about dust? Just, like, no. I mean, I you could just. I have the duster. I just dust it every once in a while. It's mm-hmm. not a big deal. Like yeah. whenever I do dusting in the basement, I just you know run it over there too. If you have like you know the Swiffer dust thing, I don't spray it with anything. Yeah, just, no, you know, no. I have I have a Swiffer, but I'm just like trying yeah. to think of like how to avoid no, dust and that kind of no, stuff. And no, just you should be fine. <clears throat> Plus, you're gonna you're gonna be wearing it a lot too. So you <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna wear it to work. <laughs> you have to. Yeah. I mean, you got a Halloween costume all set. You can be the Ultimate Warrior or something. Wear that belt. You know, Rick yeah, Rude maybe. Shoot, I got all the options. Tito Santana. Arriba! <laughs> Don't call me Chico. Don't call me Chico. Um, all right. So I did settle on, I saw, I saw someone use like a football helmet case. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, that's not a bad idea. I get like a little satin like uh, fabric and stuff from uh, Joann's or Hobby Lobby, make like a little nice little pillow <laughs> or a little With cushion those, underneath. Those football helmet cases too, you can find them cheap online. And I like the ones that have the mirrored back. So that's kind of like a cool display mm-hmm. thing too. So Yeah, I did try to find some. I looked on, it, it's just hard to find. Um, affordable because the ones in well, Amazon are like forty, fifty dollars, but you clip them all together, so every seam mm-hmm. is is clips. It just looks yeah. tacky to me. Um, sure, I looked at Michael's; they had some online, but you, they're out of stock on all the stores within a hundred miles. Are out of stock. You just got to show up. I don't trust their stock. I've done that before too, and I just go to the Michaels in Orland Park, and it's they have stuff. Oh, so okay. I would just walk in there. No, I, I uh, went to Hobby Lobby. I saw it online. I'm like, all right. So I went in there. It was seventy nine dollars. It's fifty percent off. So I'm like, that's not a bad deal. Um, yeah. So I like it. It's still sitting here. I'm just waiting for it to put the belt in. Well, that's exciting. And if anyone else has any tips for Eric, let him know at PPW Podcast or yeah. at Positively Underscore Eric. Let him know for belt display tips. That's right. And just bought a bunch of figures and, you know, ever yeah. since the, 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 the toy. Did you do any of those pre-orders for the uh, what, the Comic-Con exclusive stuff? Did you pre-order that Warrior Ultimate or anything? No, not yet. But you will. I'll I, get I that. I will. Because I'm, I'm looking okay. at my wish list right now on the ringside. I've got the Ultimate Warrior, um, Ultimate Edition 15, mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan, WWE Elite 96. That's probably my favorite one because he's like super orange. <laughs> <laughs> and he comes with which, the, is that the one with the with the helmet? Yeah, but he comes with the Hulk okay. rules bandana, which you know I'm, I'm tossing that that helmet <laughs> in the bag of accessories that you know I don't use. Yeah. Uh, Brock Lesnar Elite '96, I got him. Shawn Michaels, I put this in my cart back and forth. The Ultimate Edition Four, it's a re-release. Yeah, yeah. The uh, Undertaker ringside exclusive because I picked up the cane from Target, the new one with the tag belts. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I could put like the Brothers of Destruction because this is like the two eras or the two um, um, attires. That they, yeah, that you're they, buying stuff. I'm selling stuff. <laughs> I know. And eventually I'm going to start selling stuff too because I'm like, I got too much stuff. And then I have doubles or three different kinds of figures and I just have to pick my favorite ones because yeah. I, I, I don't like to display three different figures, even with like the pop figures that I first got into five years yeah. ago. Yeah. Yeah, I've yeah. sold a few things recently. Like, and w- what's <clears> funny <throat> is, so I sold my Undertaker Minton card Hasbro. Yeah, how much you get for that? Do you want to say? I'm not going to say online. I'll tell you off air. But okay. I will say that um, someone messaged me and like they asked me how much it was, and I told them, and like, well, would you take seventy? Let me know if you'll take seventy bucks for it. And I just like, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll let you know. Like, I like these people, like, on Twitter that <clears throat> will ask you how much, and you tell them, like, I'm not going to give you, like, a deal. Like, granted, I will. I tell people, like, I will take off money because I don't have to pay eBay fees. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll yeah. calculate the eBay fees, delete those, take them off, and just, you know, we so we both save money that way. Right. But people want, like, hundreds of dollars off, and like, come on, guys. Like, let's be real here. Yeah. So, so I sold that. Um, and the reason I sold that, a lot of people were shocked. The reason I sold it was because originally 
when I picked that up years ago, I was like, maybe I'll get Undertaker to sign this someday. Mm-hmm. But since then, one, his signings are becoming ridiculously expensive. I'm not paying 300 bucks for you know Undertaker's autograph. Right. But but if I do meet him ever, I'm going to get him to sign my Survivor Series '91 VHS where he won the championship from Hogan. Okay. Because he's got a yeah, big got a face lot of, on it. Yeah, you got a lot of VHS autographs. Yeah, and it's it's unique and all that stuff too. So that's that's geez. <laughs> so that's something for. That was my that's motorcycle there. Yeah, and then uh, I think I, I haven't talked to you since I went to that C two E two met CM Punk had him yeah. sign my figure. And that was cool. It came out awesome. Signed at CM Punk and Larry, <laughs> and uh, it, it's it really pops. I I did the Posca paint pen, the, the yellow thing. It really pops off. I'm really really happy with it. So what is it? It's the Posca paint pen. Okay, and it's like a brand. They're like they're like they're basically gold standard for paint pens. Mm-hmm. I know the Sharpie makes paint pens, but the Posca ones are the best. They're a little more pricey, but they're the better ones. <laughs> um, so did that, and yeah, we did the show with Jeff from Fully Posable where we looked at the main event two. You and I talked about main event one, so him and I talked about the mega powers exploding. Uh-oh. We determined Hogan did have lust in his eyes. Hey, so go no, back. He didn't. You go back and watch oh, that, okay. and, or, and listen to it. Our show as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. So I th- we also decided that in the future we're going to do more shows where we we finish all the main events. There's only five of them, so we got to do them all. Got to look back at all of them for fun nostalgia. Yeah, why not? If there's only five. <sighs> Yeah, and anything else going on in your world with wrestling-related stuff? And um, we're going to Dynamite next week. That'll yeah, we're be going fun. to Dynamite. That'll be fun. Hopefully, uh, it's like kind of empty again. We got our own little section. <laughs> get the feet up. Yeah, watch twelve hours of AEW dark matches where they just crank them out well, before was, Dynamite yeah, starts. I guess that was both because Rampage was a little less crowded. Than, yeah, they were both. But Rampage was definitely less crowded than Dynamite, but Dynamite we still moved. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm trying stuff. to. I'm trying to think. Um, yeah, nothing really. I know uh, AEW's got their Fan Fest, and they have Jazzwares figure reveals next Saturday, too, mm-hmm. so that'll be fun to look at. Yeah, I think, um, so my plan coming up for the next all-out weekend thing, so me, you, you and I are going to go to Dynamite on Wednesday. Yeah. Friday, I'm giving away a pair of Rampage tickets, by the way, so I sent it out on Twitter, so if you want them, just shoot me a message, and they're yours. Um, I'm asking if you do take them, just send a quick donation to Lurie Children's Hospital, just because, any amount, just for that. Uh, I bought the three thing combo, and that's why I have all three. Mm-hmm. It's because I can't go to Rampage because the plan is on Friday afternoon, driving to Columbus, Ohio, to see my wife's family, and then Saturday night, I, me, just me, am flying back to Chicago. Oh, so I go, so I go to All Out yeah. on Sunday. So all right, lots of, yeah, lots of fun stuff. I'll be busy traveling, man. It'll be cool. So basically, I'm driving six hours one way to be in Ohio for like nine hours. <laughs> but my flight back was like, do. the flight back was 50 bucks. So I was like, well, sh- I got to do that. <laughs> Why not? Right? Yeah. 50 bucks. Save you, save you all those hours. What is it? A six yeah. hour trip? Eight it's hour? about a five and a half hour drive, like okay. a 40 minute flight. So it's yeah. pretty nice. <laughs> yeah. I used to do. All right. So I guess we get, get into the show this week. And last time we were on. We talked about Legends House, where they did the Flock of Flamingo. Mm-hmm. Of course, if you don't know what Legends House is, you should know. Amazing show on the WWE Network, now still on Peacock, lasted one season. Had the amazing cast of Pat Patterson, Hacksaw, Jim Duggan, Tony Atlas, Roddy Buddy Piper, Hillbilly Jim, Jimmy Hart, and Howard Finkel. And they all live in a house, and it's you have to watch it. It's just amazing. Anyway. It's a, this it's a week, competition. It's a reality show. Yeah. It's not even a competition. It's just a reality show where they throw these guys in the house and watch what happens. Uh, last week, we mentioned they had the Flock of Flamingo episode. Go back a couple episodes here mm-hmm. and Eric and I talk about that. That was a watch along. This is going to be more of a review of the episode because so much happens in this episode. And I was audibly just giggling to myself while we were watching this. <laughs> so was I. So the legends... And I would rewind Ma- stuff just to like get word for word <laughs> what people yeah. say. Yeah. The legends go to Vegas. They don't know why they're going to Vegas. But in our last episode, Team Piper won the competition. So they get to ride to Vegas in a limo. Mm-hmm. Team Mean Gene lost. So they're riding in a 15-passenger van. They're from Palm Springs, California to Las Vegas. They looked it up. It's a four-hour drive. So not bad, but not comfortable in a 15-passenger van. Right. 
So we go, I just, like, we're just going to get right into it. We go back to the last scene because the last episode showed the limousine getting pulled over. Mm-hmm. And we kind of go back a few minutes because we're in the van and Pat Patterson's in there. <laughs> he goes, riding his van fucking sucks. I can't wait to go there and take a good <laughs> shit. <laughs> it's just amazing. And then they cut to the limo. They're all drinking champagne, mm-hmm. getting happy, and they get pulled over, right? Yeah. And for some reason, Hacksaw Jim Duggan and Roddy Piper are trying to bully Howard Finkel into talking the, into the cop to not getting him a ticket. And then Piper's all furious about Howard Finkel sitting in the captain's seat, the king's seat. Yeah. Which in limo is the cl- one closest to the door. And I don't, I still don't understand why Piper was such a little bitch about this. It didn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't get it either. And if the cop is coming up on the driver's side, how in the hell is Finkel going to talk to him from the passenger side, all the way in the back? They're say they're telling him to get out of the car. You can get what Tony Oz got out of the car. He probably gotten shot. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> he would have been tackled on the ground, handcuffed. Well, the, speaking of Tony Atlas, he says he's the reason that Howard Finkel sit there. He goes, <laughs> I told the reason how Finkel sat there is I told him I didn't want to sit next to Hacksaw Duggan, so I said made him sit there. So I did it. Like it was just hilarious. They're getting a ticket. So he's the reason Piper's all hot about this whole thing. He's like, "Roll down, you know, take care of this, take care of this." And Howard's just like ignoring him. Like and, it's, then, and then Howard just like, "Thank you, officer." He's like, yeah, see you, Legends wait. House. <laughs> see you, Legends House. <laughs> Piper's so freaking mad. And then this poor like limo driver gets a ticket, probably for speeding or something. But yeah. either way. Mm-hmm. So we go back to the cars after they get the ticket. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patterson's in the 15-passenger van, all surly. By the way, in the 15-passenger van, it's Patterson, Mean Gene, uh, Tony, or not Tony, Patterson, Mean Gene, Hillbilly Jim, and Jimmy Hart. Mm-hmm. And then the other limo has Tony Atlas, Howard Finkel, Jim Duggan, and Roddy Piper. So there's that's where you're at. Anyway, in the van, Patterson's talking about yeah, we're staying in the cheap hotel, 25 miles out of Vegas. Won't be able to see the strip. <laughs> and Gene Okerlund says he's got to go to the hotel, settle down, brush my teeth, sandpaper my balls. <laughs> kind of freshen up a bit. <laughs> Jim, Jimmy Hart says, hell, that means we won't eat till one in the morning if you got to do all that. <laughs> and me and Gene's like, ah, oh, you could go ahead without me. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, Gene, they're just, you know, What's his name? Jimmy Hart's like, oh, God. Oh, God. (laughs) Sandpaper my balls. (laughs) That's what you got to do. I guess. I don't know what age he is, but I'm not looking forward to that. (laughs) And then we go back to the limo and Tony Atlas is farting, apparently. It's like, oh, I I was farting from here to kingdom come. (laughs) (laughs) His correctum was controlling me. They're all like, oh, God, we can't see. And then, you know, yeah. Piper's like, seriously, dude, we stopped three times. Get out and take a shit. <laughs> They're all pissed off. Like, but Tony's just like, oh, man. He's like, he's like, it just flew open whenever it wanted. He's like, I couldn't even. He, he, he didn't care at all. Mm-hmm. You imagine, you limo driver and Atlas was like, well, I'll tell you one thing. That limo driver started driving a lot faster. <laughs> yeah, he did. It's like, <laughs> just amazing stuff. I love how he calls the rectum the correctum. Is that what you're going to start calling your butt? No, the no, correctum? no, no, no. I'm just, I'm still going to call it my, uh, my butthole. Okay. The, cor- the correctum works as well. Mm-hmm. So they arrive in Vegas, not at a crappy hotel, but at the Palms yeah, in Vegas. This is real nice. They, they get out of the car. They're all happy. I love Hillbilly Jim, who was like, I'm going to be comfortable for this ride. He's in pajama pants mm-hmm. <laughs> and socks with sandals. It's amazing. It's all you need. Yeah. Piper says he's arrested a lot in Vegas and uh, they're all checking into the hotel and, you know, it's everyone's excited finkel says he's never been to this nice of a hotel like mm-hmm. come on dude you've been in wwf for years you know in new york city wrestlemania where you stayed at motel six or that that uh the hotel in big where tom hanks stayed at the first time he grew big when people were getting shot <laughs> yeah you know what i'm talking about people know anyway uh we the next morning they wake up legends are taken to a theater but they don't know why and, and they're on right stage. away. And they're like, hey. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a big theater. Mm-hmm. And some girl comes out and Jean creeps out and goes, hello, honey. <laughs> <laughs> it's Kristen Macatini. She's, She's the, manager the manager of a popular show. That's all she and says. What she, 
It's the Chippendale show. Mm -hmm. And of course, these guys come out all jacked up. The one guy's got his nipples pierced, the the Chippendales (laughs) dancers. Yeah. And the legends face, they're just like, oh, God, we have to perform like this. It's going to be ridiculous. And and Piper, just like everything, he's like these little challenges. He's just shown brooding, like, oh, I don't want to do this. I can't do this. I can't. And he was. He's being negative about everything. Well, in fairness, he was thinking about everyone else. He's like, come on. You're going to put Pat Patterson on stage? You're going to put Mean Gene on stage with the Chippendales? What are we doing here? Piper's like, I'm not a stripper. He's not. I have a family. I'm not a stripper. (laughs) (laughs) But she does tell him that there's some standards here for Chippendales, and they're all going to be manscaped. Manscaped? None of them knows what it is. No. Uh, So they go to the Tees Boutique somewhere in Las Vegas, Mm -hmm. and they're all walking in. They're greeted, (laughs) and... Jimmy Hart volunteers Hillbilly Jim to get waxed first. Yeah, the the, the salon lady, the waxer comes out. He's like, oh, who's going to be first? Jimmy Hart, Hillbilly will. (laughs) (laughs) Hillbilly is so damn hairy. He is. And he's also so, like, polite to Jimmy Hart. He is. Who's being, like, a total jerk to him. Mm -hmm. So they bring him in the back, and he doesn't know what he's in for. Have you ever had anything waxed in your life? No. Me neither. So I'm kind of not, not never like eyebrows or anything, nothing. No. Mm-mm. Okay. You're like, no, screw you. <laughs> no, I haven't either. I'm just no. I, no, I plucked my eyebrows. You know, back in the day when they got a little uh, wild, but now I don't care. I mean, yeah. It, anyway, hillbilly has no idea what he's in for. Mm-hmm. So they put kind of they lay him down in the back, and it, it's basically like the scene in the Forty Year Old Virgin. Yeah. When Steve Carell's just screaming, and they put the wax and. Hillbilly's like, ooh, that that feels that feels kind of good. And the lady's like, yeah, it feels great at first. He goes, what, what do you mean at first? And all of a sudden, she just rips. <laughs> and like, Jimmy Hart is 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 going to be his buddy. He's gonna he's gonna be there for him. He's like, oh wow, that's going to be red. Oh man, that's going to be tender. <laughs> says to the west. <laughs> then he says to the west, oh, I think you missed him right there. Like like yeah. get him get him some more. And he's like, does that hurt? And he's like, does that hurt, Hillbilly? He's like, yeah, Jimmy, they're ripping the hairs out of your damn body. <laughs> ooh, ooh, that, oh man, that's going to hurt. That's random. And like, it was like, he probably had like 300 of these individual oh, strips yeah. ripped out of his body. Unbelievable. And Hillbilly's not, he was a hairy man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Completely. They ripped it all out, so. Uh, and, then we go what back you, to. What do you call that? Is like a talking head where they do like. The, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, they should, this is, um, yeah, one of the talking heads for Tony. He's cracking himself as he says, um, if women, if women scaping my man, then let them scape my man. He starts laughing. He's like, shh, don't tell my, my wife might be listening. <laughs> <laughs> his wife kicks his ass when yeah, he gets home. Right. Uh, so we go out to the lobby and the lobby, they said, who wants to spray tan? Howard's like, I want the spray tan. Howard Finkel wants it immediately. Right now. So they bring him back for his spray tan and these poor guys, like they're Literally to their underwear, mm-hmm. completely naked, except for their tidy whities. Yeah. And he's getting sprayed. And then Mean Jeans back to him. He's like, oh, Howard, I'm not sure if you, maybe you should drop trowel. <laughs> <laughs> Looking good, Howard. All right. Yeah. It's got to get all the cracks and crevices. Uh-huh. And then Pat Patterson gets his spray tan. He's like, oh, it's so cold. You're doing it on purpose. <laughs> he's like, you're making it cold. Oh, baby, yeah. you make it cold. You ever have a spray tan? No. You ever gone tanning? Yeah. And how is that? For, is it just like, I've never done it, so what's that? <clears throat> um, I mean, you just kind of go in and you just lay down and you kind of start Do to- you drop through. trowel? Uh, you can. I mean, a couple times I have. You went there buck naked? Yeah. What, do you cover your junk? Um. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have, yeah. I'm just why trying to think of the few times that I, I went. Mm-hmm. Probably to, to why out. did you go for a spray or for a tan and a tanning bed? I don't know. That was just kind of the thing amongst, I don't know, guys I knew. And, you know, we get a little tan, mm-hmm. get our hair, uh, what do you call that? Uh, highlighted? Hi, get, tips? Get some tips highlighted. Get the, get Frosted the earrings. Frosted tips. Frosted tips. Get a little tan. You get the earrings going. Man, you, you, that was the shit. <laughs> 2000s early 2000s yeah, 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 late yeah. 90s was it was was quite the time it 2001 was. was the time to be alive uh-huh no doubt get oh, the flame man. shoes you go uh <laughs> get zooks get you your wardrobe get, zooks, get your wardrobe <clears throat> get hooked up go out for the night man that was the stuff 
What was that like silver like <clears throat> chain everyone wore? What was that silver chain? I don't remember know. That? Yeah, I do remember. You that. probably had one. Uh, I was never a jewelry guy ever. I couldn't be. I don't know. Just couldn't pull it off. No disrespect to people that are, but just the yeah. only thing. I did, I did have a bracelet, like a, like a yeah. silver bracelet. Uh, I don't think I had a necklace. Not a silver one, at least. I probably had one no. of those leather, little leather ones with a pen, okay. pendant or something okay. dumb. I hear you. Some hookah, <laughs> some hookah shells, puka shells. <laughs> Puka shells. So then we go back to Roddy Piper getting waxed. I don't know why Piper was getting waxed. He never really hair on him. It was just very like yeah. tiny hairs on his and, nipples. Uh, maybe, I guess nipples, nipples. <laughs> In his talking head, he's like, "I thought manscaping was just cleaning up the pubes." <laughs> so did I. Yep. So like Piper gets waxed, and he is just screaming and just yelling at him. And Duggan's in there with him. And the lady's like, do you want to pull it, Doug? And he's like, oh, sure. She's like, you got to pull it fast. He's like, fast? He's pulling it as slow as he possibly can. <laughs> we just, this whole thing is just a trip. Like, could you imagine these people that work at this spa? Like, your job's to yeah. clean people up. And, right. And assume most of their clientele is women. Mm-hmm. And these old, dirty men start coming in, Howard Finkel and, and Mean Gene, talking about dropping trow. Yeah. And like, oh, my God, ridiculous. Well, when Howard was getting a spray tan, uh, the woman's like, you know, bend over a little bit, you know, just so they can get him, be- uh, you know, under the, the butt crease and the inner, inner thighs and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. she's like, bend over for the money pose to, sp- you know, spray him like that. Gene's lurking oh. behind her, is like watching Howard getting sprayed and says, just for the record, I'm getting your money pose back here. She just, oh, ign- she just ignores him. <laughs> She's like, oh God, what do you think was going to happen? She turns around just like, oh, mean Gene, come back with me. Give me your loaf of bread arm all over my body. How about you drop towel, Gene? Drop towel. Drop (laughs) Drop towel. Right now, Gene. Another person gets a spray tan, Tony Atlas, which was was hilarious. Yeah, he was pretty pale though. So Patterson's like, Tony Atlas is black and he wants a spray tan. That makes a lot of sense. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, Tony does admit he's like a farmer. You know, he's got the darker yeah. arms and the face, takes his shirt off and his legs, and they're white. He says, I thought I, I guess I wasn't black. I thought I was. <laughs> yeah. Then they have their big reveal. They all come out, bust mm-hmm. the robes. And in fairness, they do all do look way better they being do. tan. I, I like the slow motion reveals. You know, they come out, yeah. they're opening up the robes, <laughs> they're tan, they got no hair. Yep. So now that they've all been manscaped, and they're ready to go. They go back to the Chippendales Theater for rehearsals. And uh, the first thing to learn is how to do the Chippendales tank top t-shirt tear. It's, I guess, a thing. You know, it's a... That's what they're known for. It's their signature, right? Yeah. yeah it's, they're known for their cuffs and their bow ties and the, sh- the shirt tear. Mm-hmm. So Hulk Hogan comes out. He's like, brother, <laughs> this is how you rip her shirts. No, no, that's not. We learn we learn by the Chippendales <laughs> dance that that is not the proper way to tear your shirt. Oh. You tear it down and out away from your body. Down and out. That's right. So they practice, and of course, who gets it stuck around the mean Gene and Jimmy Hart? <laughs> it gets all stuck around him like a spider web. Jimmy Hart only gets halfway down. He's got about four inches of shirt still at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And then one of my favorite things comes up where uh, Patterson and Mean Gene are looking at other guys mm-hmm. dancing, and Patterson's like, "Look at Jimmy Hart. He says he works out." <laughs> then Gene Okerlund, "Yeah, he works out. No ass and a beer gut." <laughs> <laughs> but Jimmy Hart says that's the reason why he had trouble ripping it. Why? Because he didn't. Because he, he didn't work he played, out that day. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't get a chance to work out. Yeah. And all of a sudden, so this whole episode's been funny. Yeah. Happy go lucky, goofy. Oh, here comes we, here comes the we edgy, cut to a break. Seat. And Duggan and Tony Atlas are arguing. He's like, oh, watch yourself, brother. Watch your brother. And then Atlas like, it can happen if you want it to, type of thing. Mm-hmm. So they're about to come to blows. Yeah, like, it's well, a little awkward, it. right? It's like it's brought. And Tony Atlas and Duggan are, of course, they don't like each other. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> Duggan goes to his talking head. Yeah. And this is where it gets uncomfortable. Right. Because Duggan is screaming. He's like, big muscles don't mean shit. I've been in a fight before and big muscles don't mean shit. He smashes his drinks as yeah. he's just about had it. Damn. Says there's only one man he's ever been afraid of in his life. He lived in Glen Falls, New York, and that was his father. <laughs> yeah. And like, yeah, it's just intense, right? He says, he's never. I'm never going to back down from that guy. You understand me, brother? Yeah. He stands up too high in the shot. You get the boom mic and whew. 
This is pretty uh, intense. Sounds volatile. Like, man, something's going to, you know, and the other guys, you know, later on through the night, they're like, oh, something's going to happen here. Something's going to happen here. So then you're kind of waiting for it. Because they do get on each other's nerves. And and Tony gets on a lot of people's nerves. So I could see them, you know, being the alpha males of their industry and, you know, just all the success they've had, you know, just not putting up with other people's shit like that. Definitely. And then also, this was a while back. There was some interview Tony Atlas did where he talked about this show and he said they, I guess they paid these guys X amount of dollars to be on the show, Mm -hmm. but the contract said you had to stay the entire time to get paid. And he thinks that they brought him on purposely to make sure he would try to, he would get into a physical fight and they would kick him off the show. They'd have this great footage and they wouldn't have to pay him. Oh. So, so he, I mean, he could be full of it, right? Yeah. But he's just thinking, he's like, yeah, that's what they wanted to do. They wanted to make sure I would get kicked off. They wouldn't have to pay me and all this other stuff. So I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a, a theory you buy. I don't know if I buy it, but I, I could see him getting on everybody's nerves. But at the same time, like, he's such a nice guy. Like, I don't, I don't see. I feel like Jimmy Hart would be on more people's nerves yeah, than Tony Atlas. Yeah, for sure. Like, Gene, Mean Gene almost smacks Jimmy a few times throughout this series. <laughs> yeah, he does. Uh, but yeah, it's it's awkward. It's never going to back down from a fight. And then this happens, and now they've all got to go back to rehearsal. And they've got to do the Risky Business rehearsal. And the famous scene in Risky Business is Tom Cruise coming down to... What's the song? Um, what Damn, what's the song of Risky Business? Why am I drawing a blank? You know what it is. Dun, 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 comes, dun, 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 dun. Right. What's it called? Old-time rock and roll? That's what it is. Yeah. And um, he just dances in his underwear, and they recreate it for this Chippendale show, right? Mm-hmm. So they get their shirts, so, they get their sunglasses, their cuffs, their bow tie collars. Yep. And I like how uh, Gene's back there with his shirt off, just like a big old... He, it reminds <laughs> me of... Because any guy that's ever been to a gym in their life knows this. When you walk into a gym where there's people over the 60s... Mm-hmm. There's always a naked guy, yeah, like Mean Gene, they just sitting they, on the bench, just hanging out. They don't give a shit. And I, is that still? A th- I haven't been to a gym in forever, but like, is that still a thing? Naked guys yeah. hanging out there. Yeah. Were you ever a naked guy in the gym? No. I bet you, if you ask your dad, he'd be like, "Yeah, that's what you do. You hang out naked in the gym." Well, I don't know. He's he's pretty modest. Yeah, I always wrap a I, towel. You know, if I got to put my underwear on or something, I, I keep the towel on, put my underwear under. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not too. Uh, out there like hey check my ass out but they're they're just having conversations and yeah they just walk up to (laughs) two old naked guys just talking to each other right i don't know very strange wrinkled anyway wrinkled penises (laughs) (laughs) god wrinkled penises uh they give howard finkel his cuffs and his bow ties like look at that i'm a chippendale so proud i love good for howard i love how fink gets proud of stuff like this yeah, you know. It's like, I'm a Chippendale. Put, he, put he that on the resume. This, started off this trip getting bullied by Piper to yeah. walk out of a limo for some reason mm-hmm. in the captain's chair, king's chair, and now he's a Chippendale. So Look at that. good stuff for him. The rise and fall of Fink. <laughs> so now it's performance time, and they see these bachelorette parties coming in. And I wonder if they told the people who bought the tickets beforehand, like, hey, there's going to be some old wrestlers in this show. And what they thought of that, because yeah, well, I think I mean, it was only know. like one one part of it. Like it yeah. wasn't the whole show. Like no, they, they had a couple thing. performances. You're right. It wasn't like they bought the Chippendales experience, <laughs> and out comes Mean Gene <laughs> flapping his yeah. his belly around. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the performance starts, Mean Gene says, "I think the shirt's a little small." <laughs> it's like zoom in his gut. <laughs> <laughs> And then he comes marching out holding the cone, waving at people. It's just, they're all dancing, having fun. Yeah, like just the, just the performance. Like they, they, they went through it. They did it. I mean, they did the rehearsals. They did, you know, everything they did in rehearsals. The girls are just screaming. They're, the girls are having a good time screaming. They're whistling. And, and the more these guys feel that from the, the crowd, the more they get comfortable with it, which, I, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Gene says, we have a sold-out capacity crowd here. Like he's talking about SummerSlam <laughs> yeah. 90 or something. Yeah. It's awesome. It's awesome stuff. And then we've got the risky business part where mm-hmm. they're all – this part they get to go in the crowd. For some reason, Gene – Gene's the star of this damn episode. He's crotch chop, but he's doing the suck it <laughs> side. 
<laughs> mean G's a legend. How did you ever get in trouble? We've talked about the socket side many times before in this show, and my favorite, one of my favorite stories ever, is our friend Mark Caruso. If you haven't heard that story, go back to episode one hundred. I'll give the short version of it. He got in trouble in the fifth or sixth grade because during the they take like the whole class picture and he did the crotch chop and they used it and they made him apologize <laughs> to every classroom in the eighth in this you know eighth grade or whatever it was for doing it. Like I don't know. Did you ever get in trouble for that? No, never. I I, I, I wasn't in school. I don't think I was I mean, I was in college, but <laughs> the yeah. college guy doesn't go around crotch chopping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what? Well, Gene was doing it. He, he was. He was. Uh, yeah, I remember but in he was high full school. Of adrenaline. It was freshman year of high school. It was one of the pep rallies, and mm-hmm. uh, they would always have either someone from student council or someone from the football, whoever, be like the host of the pep rally. Mm-hmm. And we're in the gym, and like. As people were walking in, these two guys did the New Age Outlaws skit. And I'm like, I'm like listening to him, like, oh my God, they're doing it. And I'm like, is the guy going to do the Billy Gunn party? And sure <laughs> enough, he goes, if you're not down with us, with, you know, with Carl Sandberg football, we got two words for you. And like, he puts them, like, and sure enough, yeah. the entire auditorium says, suck it. Damn. All right. <laughs> these teachers are looking in horror. They're like, they what grab- is going on? <laughs> the, <laughs> these hoodlums. They grabbed the mic from those kids, made them go sit back down, and hey. I'll never forget that because I was still embarrassed to be kind of a wrestling fan, right? Like, yeah. But now you got all the jocks and the cheerleaders telling people to suck. Yeah, it. like, listen, you jerks! I sat through '95 WWF. I earned this stuff, this cool part. <laughs> no shit. Anyway, we're back, and uh, they're doing the crotch chopping and and all that stuff, and the crowd's pleased. They're happy. The legends had a good time, mm-hmm. and. It was, this was been a fun episode so far. We think we're ending on a nice high note. Yeah, not a bad experience at all. These guys are all worried and nervous, and they got mm-hmm. through it. Yeah, and then we go back to the Legends house. They drive back home. They drive back to Palm Springs, and they're all tired, and it's super awkward because they they, got, they brought, like, catered food in for them. And, mm-hmm. uh, it was just a long drive to get back home. You had a, you had a good weekend or whatever. Tony Alice is in the kitchen kind of picking through the food and Duggan comes in, does a thing where like pretends he doesn't see him and runs back away. Doesn't want any confrontation uh-huh. and all that stuff. And eventually Duggan goes in to get his food as Tony Alice is at the table. And this is the part where it gets weird. <laughs> Roddy Piper goes to Tony Atlas, who's sitting at the table and yeah. he goes, Tony, Tony, can I talk to you, Tony? Could you put your hand up here? And he starts like massaging and rubbing his hand. Uh-huh. And telling him, you know, you're you're not the Tony Atlas I know. You're ti- you're just tired. So why don't you why don't you go to sleep? Just get some sleep. You don't want to be grouchy and mean. And he's like, okay, all right, I'll go to sleep. <laughs> he just goes to sleep. <laughs> I'll go to sleep. You're you're right. You're right, man. I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to bed right now. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you do. That's what you do. And then Gene goes over to. I'm sorry, Piper, Piper goes over to Mean Gene yeah. and Pat Patterson, who are at the bar drinking. Yeah, he wants the advice of the elders. Yeah, that's what he says. And then Gene tells Piper, he's like, you're not going to help Tony Atlas, other than maybe getting the bus ticket back to Bangor, Maine, or wherever the hell he's from. <laughs> <laughs> and then Piper's trying to like be the defense to Tony, and Gene's like, he has problems with everybody yeah. in this house. Right. <laughs> him, him going to sleep isn't going to change anything <laughs> he doesn't give a shit and then we go back to uh to g's talking head where at the end of the episode he mm. just basically says well you know it's it's going to happen and it's going to be bad it's going to be a rumble they're made, they're building this up like these two guys are going to come to blows and beat the shit out of each other and you, and you they're don't two know, guys like in their you, 50s like you kind of feel it it might happen two guys in their 50s like it's not going to happen who would who do you think would okay so spoiler they never actually fight who do you think would win in a fight, Hacksaw Jim Duggan or Tony Atlas in the Legends House. Who's going to win this fight? Oh man, I would say I would say Hacksaw. Keep in mind, big muscles don't mean <clears throat> shit. They don't. Because Atlas <sighs> was a bodybuilder. I, yeah. I don't know how how much fighting or, or training you have as a bodybuilder. I mean, even as a wrestler. But Duggan did play football. He did play football, so he knows how to you know chop block people. And I don't know Duggan. And, punch and fight who knows yeah but maybe atlas, atlas grew is up just, on the streets 
he's so much bigger than Duggan. He is. <laughs> he's just massive, man. Uh, does, I think does Duggan go... wear his glasses? <laughs> <laughs> his, his uh, like Mr. Holland's Opus glasses, like they're just gigantic on him. Yeah. I don't know. I think I'm going to give it to Duggan too. I think he'd fight dirty. I think he just wouldn't give up. Right. So that, when, when that, he flips that, the switch earlier, you know, he's talking about big muscles don't mean shit. He's like, I'm not the biggest or the strongest, but I'm gonna, I'm not going to put up with this bullshit. Like he's pissed. <laughs> yeah, never, never backed down from a fight. No. And he sure as hell ain't going to back down from no. him. Brother. I think it was brother. Like a little too much time. When Hulk Hogan shows up. Brother. 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 Hey, brother. brother. Talking about me, brother. Yeah. So yeah, I, I do think Hexa would win, but that's the end of the, the Legends House episode. But that was a fun it, one. It's one of the best ones they did. Yeah. I, this one and the finale they do, they're all good. Who am I kidding? I love them all. Love all the episodes. Yeah, I like the one where they do the, it's like the love, con- not love connection, the uh, how well do you know your roommates? Yeah. Kind of like the and then, uh, the newlywed game. <laughs> yeah, and Piper it tries to cheat mm-hmm. with, with Duggan. He got so. away with it too. For a little bit there he did. D- Duggan mis- <laughs> mis- uh, misinterpreted mis- the word. He couldn't read. Yeah, maybe maybe somebody will do that one. But but yeah, this was, again, an episode that I recommend people go back and watch. Legends House, Viva Las Vegas. You kind of have to search for Legends House on the Peacock. I don't even know what section it's under anymore. Just search Legends House and it'll yeah, be there for it you. it comes up with Legends House. Yeah. So that's old random wrestling. We, we've got a little, few more, a little bit more time before we can wrap up the show this week. Have you been watching any current stuff? Any WWE with yeah, the new I regime, bet. any AEW? What do, you, what do you think of the new stuff? Um, I'm liking the backstory of like Raw into SmackDown and and even a little bit with the NXT with uh, Dexter Loomis and Indy Hartwell. Yeah. Index getting kind of back together, so to speak. Um, yeah, the, the, the surprises have been pretty good. I've never been a fan of Hit Row, but I like the intro music. Okay. <laughs> Hit Row. Like, I like it, but I don't know. I, I just don't think they're... What what's a wrestler in history that you love their entrance music but didn't like the wrestler? Hit, Anything going? Hit row. <laughs> Besides hit row, um, you put me on the spot. I mean, I'm sure there's. I know. I'm, I just I'm thought sure of it there's now. a lot of them. Yeah, uh, who didn't I like but like their music? It's it's tough to think. Um, IRS. <laughs> he didn't have theme music. <laughs> Typewriter. Just, that was only on the Steel Cage Challenge game. It wasn't actually his music. He just had no entrance music. Really? No, he never had entrance music. Oh, well, it sucks. Um, I'm looking, just looking around my stuff here on the walls. And like, what's funny, but like a lot of this music I liked, I liked the wrestler too. Yeah. So it wasn't too many. So don't look around your room because that's all your favorites. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'm looking at like video cassette tapes stuff too. Yeah. All right. I never, uh, I was going to say Sid, but I like Sid. Uh, I don't know. Probably everybody. Everyone had great music, right? I think so. I never really liked, I never really liked Brutus Beefcake. But, but he his, his music was and, awesome. Right. That That's probably one I was Definitely. Definitely awesome stuff. I'm not a big Britt Baker fan. I'm not either. I wish I was. I like the... What's Cardona's girl's name? Chelsea Green. Yeah, I like her. I mean, just com- coming from the the fi- what was it? Fire Nice, Fire and Fire and nice. nice. Like of those two, like I, I like uh, Chelsea Green more. No, you don't have to pick. No, I, I would. Yeah, pick. What about like I would? What about any I, any AEW stuff? You been watching any of that? What's going on with everything? I try to. Um, I don't know. I just can't get into it. Like I I, I watch it. But then I feel like I watch it every two or three weeks, and then the storylines are totally different. And I'm like, mm-hmm. why is this like changing so fast? I think the AEW show really relies on their audience keeping up with them a lot, mm-hmm. whereas WWE does a much better job of if you if you miss a couple of weeks, you won't be lost. Yeah, and, whereas I, AEW, and I like how they do like the recaps. WWE does. Yeah. It was like two weeks ago or three weeks ago. AEW, like I, I swear I watched it like two weeks ago. And mm-hmm. now like Penta, Pentagon's not like Pentagon Obscuro. The other guy, Abernatus, he's not walking around like a ghoul. Um, 
I don't know. It, it was just a, lot of, a couple other things I noticed. It wasn't the same as it was. <laughs> Maybe it was a yeah. month ago that I watched it. I don't know. It just felt like I, I watched like every other week or so. It could be. It could be. But, I mean, I do watch it, and, you know, I'm trying to keep up with some stuff, and mm-hmm. I, I, just, I just like the direction without Vince on WWE. It's yeah. Once they get rid of Kevin Dunn, I'll be all the way back mm-hmm. to WWE. Like it's I, almost like still, NXT 3.0. <laughs> yeah, they're they're still doing all the camera cuts. It's just it's just too much. Like I can't. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I, I don't know who decides that looks good. I can't. I can't think of a single person outside of Kevin Dunn that likes a million camera cuts. Yeah. So, but that's just me. But other than that, Johnny Gar. I happened to be watching Raw live when Gargano came back. Mm-hmm. I was like, holy crap! Like this came out of nowhere. So that was cool to see. That was cool. Uh, we'll see where he goes with it. The only thing I don't like on Raw is they don't have a champion, which bugs me. I feel like you, you need like a goal to go towards, and I get they're building up you know the United States Championship and all that, but like Roman's the champ, and he's never on Raw, so yeah, it kind of stinks. That's just me. But, but I, I do I do like the wrestling matches more um, because I I think they're giving them the chance to wrestle. Yeah, uh, one of the favorite spots of the past couple of weeks was when. Uh, Mustafa Ali like comes off at that 450 and he rolls right into AJ Styles <laughs> the Styles Clash. I'm like, holy shit! Like that was amazing. It's um, great. There's a, there's a lot of other and even the Dolph Ziggler and um, uh, Chad Gable just like having just mm-hmm. like a, a like a real wrestling well, not real but you know more wrestling holds and, and switches and reversals and you know grappling. You know, I, I thought that was kind of fun because I, I know it's a both. great time to be a wrestling fan. Yeah, we're we're very lucky. Mm-hmm. Well, that's going to wrap up the show this week. So you, anything else, Eric, before we close up shop? Close up shop? No, that's it. Well, everyone, thanks for coming on and this journey with us through Legends House. Thanks for coming to Las Vegas. Uh, thank you to everyone that stuck with us for the past couple weeks while we were a little bit on hiatus for this this month. You know, we're back with more shows, getting more stuff on schedule. Thanks to Jeff from the Fully Posable Podcast for filling in. So we have two shows this week, which hey, is huge for us. So thanks amazing. for checking us out. If you're listening to this one, go back and listen to the one with Jeff where him and I looked back at a uh, wrestling show, which is generally what Eric and I do. We're normally looking at wrestling actual shows, not Legends House Ridiculousness. But since we left the last episode on a cliffhanger, we had to finish it up yeah, and see true. what happened in Legends House. And we did. So go go back and watch it. Uh, also want to shout it out to the podcast buddies. We have... I mentioned them, the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Follow them at Fully Posable. Follow our friends over the Our Vantage Point Retro Wrestling Podcast at OVP Podcast, uh, the Breaker and Bane Power Hour. Uh, Breaker was also a guest in the Fully Posable a couple weeks ago, and he has the side project, you know, it's fake, right? Uh, there's also the TB Toycast. Check them out as well. They talk about toys. So it's a, it's a fun show. I just started checking out again. Uh, the ringside podcast daniel spencer and friends out there always having a lot of fun and talking impact wrestling and more fun interviews all that other stuff uh our friend justin summers the wrestling cheers podcast did a live show a few weeks back so congratulations to him and uh to doing the favor guys still on a break but maybe they'll be back so follow them still at doing the favor for for fun twitter interactions and all that but those are our podcast buddies there's always more so thank you everyone for listening Thanks for joining, and thanks for everyone for, for sticking with us. really, really appreciate that. And like I said, we're going to do more shows coming up. Uh, I do want to do a couple Halloween-themed shows uh, for September, October. Maybe look at a couple horror movies. Uh, we In the past, I've done a couple Christmas movie reviews for the Christmas season, so maybe this year do a couple Halloween ones. What's your favorite scary movie, Eric? Hmm. I, I, I'm trying to think. Like, I like house of a thousand corpses but before that i think i liked probably day of the dead the romero movies okay as a kid i mean there was the chucky the the child's play yeah child's play friday the are 13th. you a horror movie fan or are you just kind of i thought i thought you were a big horror movie fan or not really i am i'm just trying to think of i don't know like as a kid it was you know like ghoulies and uh, yeah as a as a kid i was terrified of scary movies because like all of us when you walk down the aisle of the video store of the horror section those tapes <laughs> covers yeah. like your imagination for what that movie was was right. definitely way worse than the movie could ever be mm-hmm. right oh yeah so we would start renting i remember we watched child's play a lot my sister and i loved it because mm-hmm. we thought it was hilarious child's play one and two yeah um we would watch the friday the 13th movies 
But now as an adult, like I'm not a big horror fan. I like them. I recently just watched The Black Phone. It's really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, I like that check one. It I did watch that Did one. you see it? It was good, wasn't it? It was really good. Yeah, I, I just like the twist, and it just felt like a unique story because a lot of horror yeah. movies play out the same type of premise. And Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was. It, I liked it a lot. So go check that out. It's a new one. It's on Peacock. It's actually on Peacock, mm-hmm. and then it's also, you can rent it at Redbox or On Demand or whatever. So go check that out. Um, I think my favorites are the original Halloween and Scream. Those are my two. I'd okay. Say, for sure. Yeah, I like, so a lot yeah of the, we'll... I like a lot of the Universal movies, the old ones. Uh, really? Frankenstein, the Dracula. Ones? Those are cool. uh, yeah. I like, uh, what's that one movie? Shoot. Monster Squad. <laughs> yeah, Monster Squad. I Wolfman's mean, got little... nards. Yeah, Wolfman's got nards. <laughs> but, I mean, there's just so many horror movies that I've watched and I like them. Um, every year I try to try to watch like an old one that I never watched. Like I remember Children of the Corn one year I watched. I'm like, I never saw it. I'm like, this is a pretty creepy movie, but I like it. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, anything like Stephen King would be on Netflix or... Yeah, I mean, there's so many different movies like uh, the P- the Jordan Peele movies. Like, I like those. I want to see Nope. Um, I just watched, uh, for the first time in forever, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie. Yeah. That movie freaking rules. <laughs> like, that should be like a clat. I know people love it, but the show kind of feel out, like, outperforms it or whatever. Yeah. Outshines it. But that movie rules. Luke Perry's in it. What's that? You know, Christi- it's a wrestling what's reference. What's Kristen? What, her, the actress? Yeah, yeah. What's her name? Kristen something? I'll look it up, but would you have a crush on her? Yeah, I did. I did at the time. <laughs> I'm like, man, she's pretty hot. She, I mean, she was, is whatever. Um, it is Christy Swanson. Yeah, that's it. <clears throat> I was going to call and her Paul, Kristen Sweeney. <laughs> Paul Rubens is in it. PB Herman's in it. Like Luke Perry. Oh yeah. What more can he's, you want? He's a, so, he's a vampire. He is. So go watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It's and David Arquette's in it too. So more wrestling stuff related. <laughs> it's all wrestling. Right? It's all good. Go watch it. Watch these movies, but yeah. So maybe we'll talk about it. If you guys have a suggestion, if you want to talk, if you want to be a guest host for a horror movie episode, let me know. We'll do it for the Halloween season because we, we have guest hosts for the Christmas time, so we'll do one for the Halloween time as well. Eric, thanks for joining as always. Yeah. And everyone, thank, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening. We will see you next week.